Welcome, welcome everybody, and this is the 20 by 20 podcast, and I'm one of the hosts, Nathan McFly. This is one of those rare weeks where we have not one, but two, two shows for you this week. I had the pleasure of interviewing my boy Dion from On It. On It is a multivitamin supplement company based out in Austin, Texas. He's an amazing wrestling fan, and you know, he works very closely with the guys that were watching on TV. I mean, the list goes on. The Revival, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Finn, uh, Tama, Fale. I mean, the list goes on, ladies and gentlemen. And I got an interview with him. I got to kick it with him, get you know, get to know him a little better and about what he does with his company and also got his take on professional wrestling and what it is today. Hope you guys like the interview with my boy Dion from On It. What? It's a 2020 podcast. What? Right now, I got my boy Dion straight from Texas. He is a community outreach manager at On It. Great wrestling fan. He's worked with people that, you know, we really love to see. What's going on, Dion? Hey, how's it going, man? Thank you for uh, letting me be on here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It was, uh, you know, a great opportunity to have you on this. So tell our, our listeners a little more about you. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I work for a company here in uh, Austin, Texas called On It. Um, as you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not American. I'm from uh, a small <laughs> town in New Zealand uh, called Wanganui, and I moved to America about uh, six years, six or so years ago, and uh, just been given a great opportunity here in Austin, Texas. And like you said at the top of the show, uh, I get to work with amazing uh, professional wrestlers and athletes along those lines as well. Awesome, awesome. Um, who have you worked with? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, it's a long list. It's a long list. Try to try to cut it down a little bit. <laughs> uh, well, I've worked with most of the people in the Bullet Club. So uh, Tama, Tama Tonga was my, my uh, first initial step into the realm of professional wrestling. And then, wow. Uh, uh, Bad Luck Fale, I worked with Finn Balor, uh, Gallows and Anderson, so all the OGs, uh, all the way up to the new breed, so uh, Robbie Eagles, um, bloody, uh, what's his name, oh my gosh, uh, Chase Owens. Yeah, Chase Owens, uh, yes. And, and Kenny Omega, uh, the Bucks, wow. uh, <laughs> and that's just the New Japan, uh, most of the WWE crew I work with, uh, I just saw a uh, Pam, but you guys know her as Bailey. Yeah. She's at the gym today. Saw her today. She's getting ready for the chamber this weekend. Um, but yeah, everyone in WWE: Ty Dillinger, uh, Sasha Banks. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, the Riot Squad. Most of them. Jeez, uh, I can't. I can't even. Hey, it's think it's right too, yeah, it's too much. I know. I, I feel like your mind is running a mile a minute right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all fun. It's all fun. It's all part of the game and. You know, I, uh, you know, they're awesome people, and I enjoy doing whatever they want me to do for them. Whether it's provide them with what they need here at Honor with supplements, or uh, kit out their garage gyms, whatever they need, I'm the guy that they come to. Nice. Can you tell us a little more about the company itself and how you work with these athletes? I know you said supplements and stuff like that. Can you get a little bit more in detail with that? Yeah. So uh, we obviously being outside of the realm of supplements we have a first class gym here in austin texas we take in a lot of pro athletes like in the nhl nfl uh mlb who come to this one facility and uh train with some of the best in the world so you know when uh people were coming in from the wwe 
they saw that and they came into our doors and we have a great coaching staff here that not uh, just trains them but trains them in a spe- specific way uh-huh. in their sport so uh, yeah we've, we're out almost considered the one-stop shop oh that's amazing i know when i get out to texas i gotta come and see you there man hell yeah man okay. the door's always open awesome awesome um who's your favorite athlete if it's not within pro wrestling but who's your who was your favorite athlete to work with favorite athlete to work with well i mean when i first moved to austin uh my favorite athlete was literally uh Pam Bailey, yeah, so Bailey and uh, her her fiance uh, Aaron Solo, who just took off to New Zealand to train with Bad Luck. Wow, um, awesome! He, uh, those two took my wife and I in as soon as we moved here to to Austin, and you know, obviously uh, we were considered friends, but they're great athletes as well, and uh, you know, uh, they're one of our favorites to to work with. That's awesome, man. Um, in the beginning, you said that the first. Uh, wrestler you worked with was uh, Tama. How was that? I mean, Thomas just looks like an eccentric character on his own when you see him on TV. You know, like he seems like he's really out there and just like, just like a joy yeah. to be around. You know, it's one of those things, right? So, because I, so I'm, I'm Samoan, so uh, and he's Tongan, and we have that like Polynesian connection right yeah. there. So we kind of just felt we vibed off each other, and uh, we just started talking back and forth, and. You know, uh, he's a cool dude to work with, and he introduced me to, uh, you know, he got me in touch with uh, Fale, he got me in touch with the everyone else who wanted to do something with on it, and uh, we're actually going to be going out to the Bullet Club block party that's going to be happening in uh, in April, so. Well, guess what? I'm going to see you there, my friend. I'm in there. You're going to be there? I'm in there, brother. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I'll be in there, man. I'll be in there. I'm scalping a ticket, but I'm still going to be there. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, yeah, because uh, me and my crew were heading out to uh, WrestleMania that night. So, nice. Yeah, man. I, you know, I heard that we're going to have the block, you know, the block party not too far from there. I think it's like about, probably like about 10, 15 minute drive off. So yep. definitely gonna be there. So yeah, man, definitely we we gotta we gotta meet up and hang out, man. Hell yeah, man! I'm I'm trying to swing it as a work trip right now. I'm trying to <laughs> trying to swing it as a work trip. So uh, gonna convince our VPs of brand here. Yeah, that, uh, it's worth investing in. So I'm trying to swing it. I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Listen, man, there's gonna be so many different wrestlers from all sorts of companies out here that week. That's definitely a business trip. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. That's, that's how I'm swinging it, man. That's how I'm doing it. That's amazing. So uh, besides on it, I see that you're a big, big wrestling fan. So what was like one moment that you could really think of at the moment right now that got you into this thing we love called pro wrestling? And Honestly, it was, uh, it was a pay-per-view event. So in New Zealand, uh, we don't have access to professional wrestling. We only see pay-per-views when i was a kid we only saw pay-per-views at like midnight on a friday night wow and to stay up and watch it yeah and uh and uh, as i got older into my teens i uh again we still didn't have professional wrestling so we had to go to like blockbuster if anyone knows what a blockbuster mm. is <laughs> of course i had a membership card we know that out here man <laughs> i miss uh, blockbuster Exactly. I went to Blockbuster every uh, every Friday to see what was new on the shelves, and if anything was new, I'd just take it and go home and watch it and rewatch it and keep watching it. But uh, wow! But the very the very first match that kind of took my took my eye was um, 
SummerSlam 90, uh, 91 or 92. I can't remember now. It, but was, it was, that, was that in England? No, it was in America, but I can't remember like what the year was or what the venue was, but I just remember it was the Rockers versus the Orient Express. Oh, I and, think uh, that was 91. I think that was out here in New York, if I'm not mistaken, too. Gotcha, yeah. But I just, I loved, <laughs> as, as weird as it sounds, I loved the vibrant colors of it. Yeah. It looked really, there were just so many high-flying moves, and I, uh, I just got hooked from then on in. And obviously, when you become a teenager, you start doing these moves and you start watching <laughs> all of, uh, <laughs> you start watching wrestling a little bit more closely. So, you know, Jeff Hardy became a, uh, a big, I became a big fan of Jeff Hardy. Yes. Chris Benoit was one Oof. of my favorites. Legend. Uh, yeah, just like, WCW was uh, again. We got, we actually got WCW in New Zealand, so I became an instant WCW fan, and I only heard of the attitude era through magazines and vhs in new zealand wow so you guys did not get wwf wwe in new zealand no no we had to uh we in new zealand so for those of you who don't know in new zealand we only have three channels and they're literally called one two and three wow so, really <laughs> if, it's, yeah, if, it's, if it's not on those channels i'm not watching it but uh yeah i would you know, I was a wrestling fan at that point, and so I had to know something about wrestling. So of course. I went down to my local magazine store if I could see like Pro Wrestling Illustrated, the WWF slash E magazine that was uh -huh. out, and try read, sit there and read everything that's going on. And they had the pay per view recaps that they had, and I just read everything about it. And yeah, it was a it was a tough time to be a wrestling fan. No, definitely. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, you know, because us here in the states, we had. You know, of course, we have numerous channels out here, but, you know, we had, like, the two premier channels. I mean, for WCW was uh, TNT out here, which is uh, Turner Network uh, Television, I think it's called. And then right. we have the USA Network, which airs Monday Night Raw to even till this day. Right. And for us, I guess it was so easy to see so many different types of wrestlers and so many different talents. For you... Only having three channels and being basically, you know, just zeroed in on WCW, but still you love the product of WWE, WWF, yeah. just by going to Blockbuster. That's that's like phenomenal. Like you're 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 basically like the fan of all fans. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you 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 were you were dedicated to know what was going on. Uh, definitely, man. I, I still remember the first uh, VHS I got from Blockbuster, which was uh, In Your House, the Generation X with uh, HBK versus Ken Shamrock for the World Championship. Oh, belt. wow. Um, and that, that was the first VHS video that I got. And I was, man, this is cool. Yeah. It's actually from Blockbuster. Yeah. Actually, I'm up to date right now. That's cool. Yeah. I don't have to keep watching old stuff of like old pay-per-views. But, um, but yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, and it's crazy you mentioned Ken Shamrock because he's actually coming back to pro wrestling. <laughs> Is he? I did not yeah. know that. Uh, there's this uh, promotion called MLW. I don't know if you heard of it. Oh, my gosh. For real? Yeah, he's supposed to be fighting. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What's his name? What's his name? He's an ex-MMA fighter. Um. Oh, my God. I can't believe his name just slipped my mind right now. I, I'm going to have to go to the Google machine right now. Google. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, he's he's coming back and he's supposed to fight him. Um, Lawler, Lawler, something Lawler. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Oh God, what's his name? Oh, oh man, I bet you if I put Lawler Shamrock, he's gonna come out. Yeah, I'm literally like on my computer right now. 
Tom Lola. Tom Lawler, there we go. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for that one. Wow. Yeah, that's him and Tom Lawler are supposed to go at it. That's insane. Right? That's insane. I mean, Ken Shamrock's like, what, 54, 55? Gosh, yep. Man, wow. That's Phenomenal insane. shape, though. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at his Instagram right now. He's still a beefcake. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, phenomenal shape, man. Phenomenal. Dang. Craziness. Absolute yeah. craziness. Yeah. Um. Also, I seen, well, not too long ago, probably like, I think it was like a month or two ago. I seen that you were hanging out with uh, the OGs of the BC and uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Oh, the, the good brothers. Yeah, you had a you had a good old time drinking some brewskis with the broskies. Oh hell yeah, man! That was um. So we've been talking. Carl Anderson and I have been talking for like months, and uh, he's a big on it fan. And you know, I knew that SmackDown was coming into town at some point, so. I said to him, "If you're not busy, let's go. Let's go uh, get your pump in at the gym, and let's go get some food afterwards." And yeah, the good brother got abs now. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! And uh, I was like, I said to the, I said to the boss, I said to the top CEO here, I said, "Hey, can I use the the company card? And uh, <laughs> I need to take these boys out to have some unlimited dinner treats." Oh, so, awesome! Uh, <laughs> awesome! But no, it was it was a good time. Those guys are really amazing people. Oh man, listen man, like you said in the beginning, you're living the life, my brother. Oh man, I'm living the life. <laughs> it, is, it is crazy though, like when you uh so again like uh like just the the other day I was talking to Seamus and I'm just sitting there talking to Seamus. How bloody weird is that? that how, like <laughs> You know, like ten years before this, you were, you know, probably getting a video out of blockbusters <laughs> in order to see what he's doing you know and then and now you're it. just having conversations it's it is it is a little weird it still uh still takes me a little bit by surprise almost every day like even today when uh when bailey came into the gym sometimes i, I have to stand there and go holy shit i've i oh, sorry am i allowed to cuss oh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yo go, go right ahead man feel um, free <laughs> I, I was like oh my gosh you know uh i'm talking to bailey i've watched you on nxt like before i even knew you i've watched you on nxt against sasha you know just having these amazing matches yeah. and now i'm standing here talking to you you've you've been over to my house for dinner like that's wow. so it's bizarre it's so weird to me I, uh but i think that's almost a good thing to never kind of just get comfortable with that and still appreciate oh no yeah definitely yeah. you don't you know you don't want to get comfortable in that aspect because yeah. now it's, you know, it's more than just being a fan. Now it's, it's, you know, I hate to say it that way, but it's business, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's awesome that you have, like, the, these people that you've seen and, you know, cherish their talent by, you know, watching this and going out of your way to get, you know, get the proper, like, you know, visuals in order to watch them do what they do. It's an yeah. amazing thing. And now, you know, you could call them and say, hey, how you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? <laughs> you yeah, know, and that's is. like a regular conversation now. It's a, it's, it is a little weird when I when I see Carl Anderson or Alexander Wolf, Alexander Wolf from uh, Sanity. He's asking about how because my wife is pregnant, obviously, and yeah. they're they're both asking me about how my wife is, and they're sharing me uh, sharing with me some uh, some tips during her pregnancy. It's it's still That's insanity. It's, it's still insane to me. That's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> that is insanity. Oh man, oh that's that's amazing, man. So right now with the current product in WWE right now. Yeah. Um, how do you feel every, how, about everything going into WrestleMania at the moment? Oh, man, I'm kind of, you know, I 
the big thing that kind of sticks out in my mind is, uh, uh, is obviously Becky Lynch. Um, I'm the a, man. She, yeah, the, the man. She's been into the gym. Uh, I texted her as soon as she won her belt on, uh, in, at Hell in a Cell. And now her not being able to be in uh, WrestleMania kind of sucks. Because yeah. uh, you know, the, they've been kind of working towards that. However, I don't think it's completely done um, in terms of her not being in the main event for WrestleMania. I feel like they're trying to pull a fast one on us. I feel like she's going to be in there somehow for for WrestleMania. But um, but that's the first person that kind of sticks out of my mind. Um, I don't, I don't even I don't even know, man. It's my mind is on AEW at the moment. Yeah, I mean, honest. every week. Not even every week, but every other day, they're in the news. They're doing something to attract attention. Yeah. And look at this. Just took our took our attention off of WrestleMania at the moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I understand what you're going with, with, uh, with the man herself, Becky Lynch. But, like, you know, we think, because I, I think it's just like you. I think we're just, they're just trying to run a play through us, and she's just going to be inserted into it somehow, some way, as a triple yeah. threat match. And then, you know, it's a bigger bill if you have, to me, I think it's a bigger bill if you have Charlotte, Ronda, and Becky all in the same match. I agree. I agree. Wholeheartedly, I agree. If they have those three going in there like that, as that match, it'll be, it'll be an amazing story that's going to be told during that match. Um, however, I am pumped. I am pumped for the t- women's tag team division yes. this coming weekend at Chamber. I am really excited for it. I tried not to. Uh, so the, the fan came out of me when I was talking to Bailey just before. Is that <laughs> I, I said I'm so excited to watch you and Sasha do your thing. I'm so excited. But I, but you know, she's getting ready for it. She's excited for it. She's training hard for it. Um, but I'm trying really hard to not be an absolute fanboy over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too hard not to be, right? It really is. It's so hard. Oh, but, um, man. I, I mean, that, that's that's exciting, though. Like, the the women's tag division is going to be exciting. Hopefully, they'll let them run through the companies. When I mean through the companies, let them run through SmackDown, Raw, yeah. NXT. It'll be amazing if they let them go through all three brands. I think so, too, because they've got on both Raw and SmackDown – an amazing roster full of talented uh, female athletes. And I think those belts do deserve to kind of be on that rotating basis, like in terms of being on Raw, then the next night being in SmackDown, uh, on SmackDown. Um, I think that can just go between the two brands. I have a feeling anyway. All right, all right. I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping it, it actually happens, to be honest with you. Hoping it actually happens. Um, another question. Before you know, we go into the AEW side of things, I wanted to ask you, What's one superstar you see now in WWE as a whole that you see like that right there might be the next superstar? Oh, jeez. What a loaded question. <laughs> who, who could be the next face of the entire company? Not 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 the entire company, but who could fight for that for that title? Who you think who you think could uh, you know, be in the conversation for something like that? Well, that this is what I was thinking about this not too long ago is that so we've got the people that are on NXT and they're putting on these amazing phenomenal matches Oof, phenomenal but then what they but I feel like when they kind of come over to you know to, uh, to Raw or Smackdown I feel like say, take a person like Ricochet I uh-huh. feel like his style and his way of wrestling will be some 
somewhat diluted when it comes to Raw or SmackDown. So the the style of wrestling that's around NXT, I would like to see. I would like to see Adam Cole do something significant within the WWE. Not saying that Undisputed Era is not significant, but I want him to be that single superstar because uh, he's got a still he's still riding that wave. And yeah. it's like X amount of years later he came into the WWE. I want him to do something more significant on the main roster to not be the face but to be leading the main charge. Uh-huh, got you. Okay. So do you see him, I guess, before he gets to the main roster, do you see him trying to lead that wave with NXT and holding that NXT title? Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Got you. Hell yeah. But, um, I mean, Drew McIntyre is another good guy. I, I, I think, anyway, Drew McIntyre is another good guy that I can see he, him to, again, be the face of the company or just be that leading guy. I mean, he kind of is right now with his, I don't know if they're a stable Corbin and Lashley. I don't know if they've got a name, but <laughs> I, I I don't know what they're doing with that. I mean, maybe they're just like friends when they need help. <laughs> but yeah. it, it just it seems weird. Like it doesn't seem like it clicks. They are a weird group. Yeah, they've got the one. They've got two muscular dudes and this guy that's in a in a vest. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Corbin. I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird bunch and then you have the guy who's phenomenal on the mic and leo rush oh my gosh leo yes. leo rush i think is gonna be a star man i mean I, I i don't see him as a contender for the wwe championship or anything like that just because right. of his stature yep but to me he's gonna be a star like regardless of where he's at he, i i see him as holding that cruiserweight title as like the longest tenured cruiserweight title holder, that's how I, I see him. I hope so, man. Because yeah, I'm a, I'm for uh, for for Rush is that he gets to be the talking piece on Raw. He gets to, yeah, he'll have the matches now and again, but he'll shine on two hundred five live, right? Yeah. But he gets to do most of his talking on Raw, and these people get to see that, like, how he is on the microphone, and uh-huh. then wait till 205 Live, and then they get to see him shine in the ring, do yeah. his, you know... Yeah, he's his, phenomenal in the ring. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's 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 a good dude. I mean, the, the, the last week or so, there's been clips going around of a match he had, I think it was about maybe three years ago with Brian Cage. And him... Brian Cage? Yeah, there was a... If, if you go... Google Brian Cage versus Leo Rush. Or even go through Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Go and there's little bits and clips of a match with him with Brian Cage. And everybody's saying this is like one of the best matches never broadcasted or never filmed. Damn. That's I mean, a bold statement. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I mean to me, I remember Brian Cage before he got big. Before yeah. he got all swole, I remember Brian Cage doing huracaranas and flips all over the place, and for him to still do those type of moves now, it is is mind boggling. Cause he he's he's like what like two eighty easy. Damn, oh hell yeah, man! He's you know? a be- he's a big dude. Yeah, he's a beast, and he's just flipping all over the place. I I don't understand it. Hopefully, hoping he doesn't dislocate a hip or something. Right, because he's just like with mu- with that much muscle. You always wonder if they're like super stiff in terms of their joints, but then yeah. I see someone like a Big E and he yeah. can do 
full splits, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. man. And that and that's that, that's a conversation for another day. Everybody in New Day <laughs> is just, like, phenomenal, man. What's happening with Kofi right now, I'm just hoping oh. he gets just a shot. Not for him to win it, but just a shot. Yeah, to you get know? close, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't I don't think they'll let him run with it. Even even as like a transitional champion, I don't think they'll let him run with it. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, same deal. You know? It'd be nice to see, but you know, us as fans, we don't get what we want, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll, be, it'll be like a Zack Ryder situation where he wins the, the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania and, uh, <laughs> and then the next night he loses it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> one of my boys one of my boys on the podcast said exactly that. They'll they'll give him the Zack Ryder treatment. <laughs> yeah. Damn. That'd Insane. But uh as I said with AEW what's what what has gotten you m- most excited about AEW opening up? options to be quite honest it's it's having another so like they've got so much money behind them as a company as a business right yeah. and, um if they do secure this tv deal which i still don't know anything about it if there's been progress made on that there's still a, it's a huge jump for that business right oh definitely have, and it's 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 one of those wcw situations and i'm not saying that it that I'm comparing them to WCW, but for the fact that you had WCW and WWE, you had the two which you can kind of float between. If uh, one didn't suit you right, you can go over to the other one. Of course, we've got the other options being uh, New Japan, or you've got um, MLW, you've got TNA, but they're not... ROH? ROH, but they're not at the same caliber as WWE. Now we've got a new product being AEW, where they're on the same par, and now these athletes have the opportunity to choose which way they want to go. However, the, the flip side of that being on WWE side as a business, you've got all these superstars and, and athletes, obviously, that want to leave to go to AEW. And us as fans kind of see right through that. Yeah. You had the Revival. And I love both the Revival dudes. They're a bunch of great people. Yes. Um, they, they put in their, you know, the release possibility to go to some greener pastures as i've heard oh shit i think i already said too much but (laughs) they just just won the raw tag team championships and now of course a lot of people see right through that and say they only gave them the belts because they didn't want to jump to aew which could be the case maybe you'll see I'm glad this isn't this isn't video because I'm making a lot of awkward faces of what I can and <laughs> what I can't. Take. Oh, those awkward faces are gold, man. <laughs> but again, like I said at the beginning, it's it's options. I think it's great for wrestling as a whole to have options. Yes. And forget about take out the wrestling aspect as a company, as a business. It's good to have options for these athletes to choose between to see what makes sense money wise and schedule wise. Maybe WWE has a um, has a maybe longer schedule. Say say they get paid X amount of dollars and they yeah. can only they're on the road six days a week. Where AEW get either the same or more money with only three or four days of traveling a week. Gotcha. So you have to choose between the two, which makes sense for you to go to, which I appreciate. Yeah, I mean it, it's amazing. I mean, like you said, it gives. These athletes that we know that need a shot or haven't gotten that shot or not even seen on TV, it gives them that opportunity, like you said, yeah. you know, like, 
it gives them that opportunity to go somewhere else in order to showcase what they can really do. Yeah. And one of the people that really stick to mind to me when I when I thought of that was Ty Dillinger. Oh yeah. You know, Ty Dillinger is phenomenal. Like the run that he was going on in NXT before he got sent up to the main roster, it kind of bothered me because I yeah. wanted him to fulfill the destiny. And I feel yeah. like that's where that storyline was going and for some reason they just made a U-turn on that and did something else. Yeah, I really thought they were going to just they were going to run with Ty, uh, mm-hmm. you know, him coming into the Royal Rumble for that for his I guess his debut pay-per-view, yeah, whatever you want to call it when he came in at, you know, the slot 10 and then he was on SmackDown winning significant matches. I thought they were really going to roll with him, but I, I don't know what happened. I I don't know. Yeah. I'm hoping to see I'm hoping to see him this weekend actually. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you will, man. He'll he'll be out there. I mean, I know a lot of, a lot of these guys. They uh, regardless if they're not part of the event or even just part of the show when when we're talking about SmackDown or Raw, a lot of them yeah. are backstage just waiting for the chance. A lot of them stay ready, and that's what you got to yeah, do. Man. You just got to stay ready and wait for your name to be called. That's right. I'm just going for the free food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard catering is phenomenal. No, it's all good. It's all good, brother. So, uh, what besides you know opportunity? What else do you see with AEW? I hope, I hope they have a great, um, a great team of a great marketing team and great storytelling team. I think uh, right now, when we've seen the last two announcements of their of their athletes, if yeah. you're if you're you know. A, a wrestling fan that watches all these pay-per-views or events or live events that are going on, you'll know the names. But if you're a, I don't want to say casual, but if you're a just strictly a WWE fan, you, wouldn't you know. won't know these. You you won't know them. You won't know these these names, and that's fine. But it's up to the storytellers and the marketing team to create to create that value for the superstars yes. to engage those the strict WWE fans. So that's what I'm kind of hoping because. I'll read the comments. I'll I'll go through you know these these wrestling Instagram pages and you know a lot of them say I don't even know who this is. I don't even know is, is this even worth watching. And it's a great question to bring up because that creates a challenge for the marketing team slash storytelling team because they need to build value behind these athletes. And oh, definitely. that's what I that's what I really hope for. Um, I, I really hope that they've got a solid team together to to help build uh, the the story and help build it yeah that's what i really hope for i'm i'm really hoping for that because they have an immense amount of talent right now like you said like if you don't if you don't follow the other companies besides you know wwe or new japan or stuff like that Mm -hmm. yeah you wouldn't know a lot of these guys and the one that me and my friends actually been seeing and following is pentagon jr yeah that guy him and his brother Phoenix, I mean, wow! Yeah. Like, I, 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 they have such a wow factor about them. And Pentagon doesn't even speak English. <laughs> you know, like me. Thank God, you know, I'm Spanish that I could yeah. understand what he's saying. I know a lot of people won't understand what he's saying, but mm-hmm. his look, his demeanor, and his in-ring work, I think, speaks in high volumes to the to yeah. the point where. He could just start learning English and just make it make it happen, you know? Yeah, oh, of course. And that, I mean, I think we saw it all in is that 
Yes, with him and Kenny. Exactly. What he is capable of at that first show. I know a lot of people say it was not an AEW show. Of, I mean, they didn't have a banner. It was just called All In. Yeah. But I think that was a good exposure firsthand to see what these athletes can do uh, in America on a broad network. I mean, it's, it was sponsored by TGI Fridays for, and Cracker Barrel. It was, <laughs> I mean, the fact that they got those two companies to That's do it what, was absolutely insane. Those, those are multi-million dollar companies, like... That's, yeah. that's amazing right there. Seven, eight-figure companies, nine-figure companies. Like, you got them there to sponsor your stuff. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. When I saw the TGI Fridays and Cracker Barrel logos all over the uh, – it's, it's either on the outside or a little bit on the canvas. Yeah. I said to myself, how much money did they give to make that happen? Because <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. I mean, I, they, they sold out the MGM in four minutes. I still can't so, believe that. Yeah, that that's amazing. But they're saying those are the pre-sale tickets. I and I know, and that's the most craziest thing because you have to go through the email that you sign up for to get the special code to sign up. So that yeah. shows that people did not want to miss out. I got a I got an email from uh, the head of their marketing right now. Not not an email, sorry, a Instagram DM. They all they all feel the same anyway. Anyway, I got an email <laughs> a DM from him saying. We just sold out in four minutes. Said no freaking way, and that was just pre-sale. Yeah. Just pre-sale. I couldn't believe that. So uh, I, I couldn't help but feel just super happy for everyone that's involved in that process. Yeah, definitely, but, definitely. It, it was it was a blessing, and it was a great accomplishment for them to sell out in four minutes, especially in a in a, in a city like Vegas. Oh I yeah. I mean, it, it's MGM. Oh, MGM. MGM hosted like the best of the best within the boxing world. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I mean, I know the WWE really doesn't venture far out west within to Vegas. I mean, they had a couple of couple of pay-per-view events within Vegas. And of yeah. course, they're going to sell out. Yeah. But this is different. This is a this is a, a one off, like not even a one off. I'm sorry to say that, but it was like it's the first of many. Yeah, that's I what I wanted to say. Yeah. It, it's the first of many. And. This is gonna be epic. I mean, to have it in a, in a city like Vegas too, yeah. It, it's you know the the potential is immense. Yeah. So I'm I'm just hoping that they go forth with it and make it happen and make it as big as it should be. Yeah, and that's I've been so my wife and I we work for for Honor and we're both on the social media marketing team. And uh, we were kind of just talking. So my my wife is not a wrestling fan. When uh, when we <laughs> talk to when we talk to Sasha, when we talk to Bailey, Megan knows them as Mercedes and Pam. Like that's my wife. Sorry, Megan. My yeah. wife only knows them as Mercedes and Pam. She does not know who they are in the WWE, which is hilarious. But we talk no, that's about- that's that's funny that she calls them by <laughs> government names. <laughs> government name. Shout out to your wife. She's amazing. <laughs> But um, we'll sit there and kind of talk about AEW just as a as a business standpoint and say, okay, they've got this show now. They've sold it out in four minutes. How do you keep that momentum going after that pay-per-view? I know it hasn't even happened yet, but if you want to be successful, you kind of have to think long-term in the long run. What does the rest of 2019 look like for yeah. AEW? And, you know, can they still uh, capture what, you know, that four-minute sell sell out t- tickets can they still capture that maybe but we won't know until 
you know, maybe afterwards and see what the rest of their year looks like. Do they have another big pay-per-view? How many pay-per-views will they have in the year? Will they establish the TV deal? A lot of things are still up in the air, but this is a good step forward, having that four-minute sellout ticket. Yeah, this is an amazing step forward, and we just have to see what this first event brings us. I know, they, like you said, they don't have TV at the moment, and we don't see anything. We don't see any storylines building. We would have to go... Basically, within the internet, to the yep. being the elite channel and everything, in order to see what they're doing and how they are advancing these storylines. Right. As at, you know, I mean, the other day, Chris Jericho basically, mm-hmm. you know, did his own promo where he was saying that like he's the reason why AEW is big. He's mm-hmm. the reason why AEW is where it's at right now. It's not because the Young Bucks and Kenny are there. It's because Jericho is there. Everybody's yeah. looking towards Jericho. And it's a great start to a story between him and Kenny. Yep. And if they want to build that towards a mega event they might have, I don't know if it's next, because I know they're having uh, an event back in Jacksonville mm-hmm. where, yep. yeah, well, you know, where, where they first started. Mm-hmm. But it might not be the mega event for them. They have to have that one event that's like a Wrestle Kingdom, a WrestleMania. WrestleMania, or, yep. Yeah, they need their WrestleMania. Yeah, hundred percent. It's so, uh, it's even using the B uh, the BTE channel uh, being the elite channel. It's cons- it's it's I mean, a it's start. Almost, it's a start, right? But it's yeah. their it's their building blocks, right? It's their building towards a story. It's making relevant stories. It's making uh, um, uh, you know new catchphrases that somehow make it onto a t shirt, and now they're in hot topic in pro wrestling tees, and they're selling out all the time. It's yep. uh, it's it's a place where they have the opportunity to build their stories and their storylines and all that kind of jazz. Um, so I just, I didn't even think about it until just now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, it's like, their, it's like their Monday night roll. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like, I mean, they, they have to make, they have to make it work. There's so much yeah. momentum building. They got to just roll with it at the moment. Even yeah. if they didn't have a plan, you know, they yeah. just have to roll with it at the moment and make it happen. I mean, with, with with all you know, with all the media chasing them at the moment, I feel that a TV deal is imminent and is going to happen soon. I I also feel like that what they could do to stir up the pot, even though you know Ted Turner is not a part of you know Turner Broadcast or anything like that now, but what they could do is just to stir up the pot. How about you bring AEW to TNT again? TNT is where the Monday Night Wars started. Yeah, you know. But yeah, they're they saying that they're trying to, of... yeah, they're trying to, they're trying to lock up a Tuesday schedule. They've been said that about AEW, them locking up a two, uh, Tuesday schedule because SmackDown was going to change to Friday once they get Friday, to Fox. So yeah. yeah. But Fox Man. is saying that that's just uh, basically like a like a testing period because yeah. they don't know that they can handle the Friday night schedule because of the you know because of the ratings and stuff like that. But a lot goes into the ratings. You know, everything is DVR nowadays. So, how, how many people is actually going to stay home on a Friday night to watch wrestling? That's where it gets tough, right? Yeah. Gotta, I guess you have to really know your demographic. Like yeah, how, exactly. How late are they? Yeah. How late are they willing to watch it? They may catch the beginning, but are they willing to stay for you know anything longer than an hour? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the show needs to reformat. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I I feel that. The best day, if they were going to do a SmackDown, the best day would be a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. yeah. I was 
Thursday would probably be the best day. Um, it's you know you're ramping up towards the weekend. You kind of just it's 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 over the hump. Yeah. So uh, all the musty TV. I mean that's why NXT's there. Uh huh. Um, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but Dion, it was great talking to you about pro wrestling. Uh, man, you you're you're like I said earlier, man. You guys are, you're living the life, man. And <laughs> once again, congratulations on. The new addition to your family that's coming later on in this year. That's an amazing thing right there. Congratulations to that, to you and your uh, your wife. Yeah. And I'm hoping to have you on the show again, man. Hell yeah, man. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thanks for even uh, wanting me to be on the show. Like, I, I mean, for the listeners who don't know, I've, we've been DM, DMing back and forth. Yes. And said, man, <laughs> I hope I'm interesting. I hope I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what value I can give you, but I hope I'm something positive. <laughs> no, you're definitely positive, bro. Don't worry about that, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely positive. This was a great talk. I mean, come on. We were just talking right now, going into 45 minutes already. Jeez. <laughs> didn't even notice that <laughs> yeah going into 45 minutes bro it was amazing talking to you and i'm hoping to talk to you again and like like you say you're gonna be out here for the bullet club block party hell yeah i'll be right there che- cheers and <laughs> on with you with a beer and everything brother hell man hell yeah man it sounds good thank you very much man you're the man bro thank you for everything brother thank you all right bro take care and that was our interview with Dion from on it. Great guy, amazing wrestling fan. You can hear it. He's worked with the best of the best. Becky, Charlotte, The Revival, Finn, Tama, Fale. Tama Tonga was one of the first people he worked with. That's amazing. He knows the ins and outs of the club, the BCOGs. He was just hanging out with Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. You know, like, I, I can't believe it. Bailey is basically a best friend. Like, come on. He has he has these people, you know, hitting up his wife, which I just want to put this out there. Shout out to them. They got a new addition of the family coming soon. Congratulations, Dion. Congratulations to you and your beautiful wife and the beautiful family. It's about to be created, my brother. And I'm going to see this guy at the Bullet Club block party. Me, the rest of the 20 by 20 podcast. I'm talking about SM2. I'm talking about Shice. LP, if Bing's out here from fucking Florida, he's coming as well. We're going to be out there. We're going to party with the best of them. I hope you enjoyed this interview because I really enjoyed conducting it. And this is Nathan McFly from the 20 by 20 podcast. Check you guys on Thursday.